Today on the Hire Me podcast, I have with me Chris Seideman. Let's jump right in and learn all about Chris because he could be your next great hire and professional connection. Welcome to the podcast, Chris. So good to have you here. Let's start with that very first question. Who are you? Tell us about yourself. Yeah. Hi. Uh, like you mentioned, my name is Chris Seideman. I am a learning specialist and professional coach. Uh, I am the father of three beautiful girls and an Arizona native. Um, and ultimately, I'm just here trying to find the next community that I can invest into and serve others. Um, throughout my entire professional career, whether it be my time as a K-12 teacher, uh, as a talent and organizational development specialist, um, my goal has always been investing in others and empowering them so that way they can thrive in everything that they do. So in looking for your next role, right, what type of role are you looking for? So I typically thrive best in a position where I can balance two different things. Uh, one is getting to directly invest in others through one-to-one or one-to-few relationships. A lot of the time that's looked like professional coaching, mentorship, um, leading small cohorts of people through uh, knowledge and skill building. But the other part, too, is really focused on more of the organizational development end of things where I'm able to partner with key stakeholders, department leaders, mid-level managers to really explore and understand the challenges that they're experiencing as a team and break those apart with them and develop systems and processes and support structures that ultimately are going to enable them to step into whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish. Next thing, you've talked a little bit about like you you like helping people and doing those things, but tell, dive in a little bit more and tell us what you really love about your work. Ultimately, I think when it comes to learning and development, we focus so much on knowledge and skill building and the impact that has in the workplace and reasonably so right like that's what we get paid for but at the same time the thing that i love the most is when i through coaching or training or mentorship or these processes that i'm developing with others can not just impact somebody's work but also impact them in a positive way outside of work and i think about how for example when I was working with case managers at Umami Day Centers, these people are servicing those who are at risk of homelessness or experiencing homelessness day in and day out. And so they're being exposed to a lot of secondary and vicarious trauma through that work. And that's an area where learning and development programs have really struggled to find footing when it comes to moving past some of the basic recommendations for self-care um and personal wellness and i loved getting to find specialists within the organization who really had clinically proven methods that had been tested out in similar environments and shown to demonstrate through case studies that they really are making a meaningful difference in how people develop professional resilience and navigate those situations and bring it into the organization uh, one, because it's a whole body of work that those people hadn't been exposed to, but 
more importantly, not only did it enable people to engage with the clients that they were trying to serve on a more effective way, but it also had a tremendous impact on how they navigated their own personal trauma and how that impacted that at home and how it impacted the relationships with their family. And so I love it when I get to develop people both in and outside of work because they're people. They're not just employees. Yeah, they're 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 people. They're not just employees. Like that yeah. is, I love that thought. I think that that is, every company needs that in every position for sure. But it, it rings so true, especially for the example that you gave um, and, and for learning and development in general. What uh, what type of leadership and culture help you thrive? I'll start with leadership first. I am able to do my best work when I have a leader who trusts me to do the work that they've hired me to do, but also feels comfortable challenging me in a respectful way. Um, I'm somebody who, when you put a problem in front of me, will dive onto that problem and tear it apart until we get to whatever the root cause is and then put in the time and the effort and energy necessary in order to address it, uh, not just sufficiently, but do it really well. Um, and so having that place of trust is really important to me. But also with that uh, comes a level of tenacity that sometimes needs to be tempered too, right? Um, Certainly not going to sit here and pretend like I'm perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And so uh, it's an area I've grown in a lot over the years of really focusing on what is the minimum viable product when it comes to delivering solutions like that and how to effectively prioritize. But I still need that check every once in a while. So somebody who feels comfortable doing that. Um, on a culture side of things, ultimately, I will be able to support your organization in whatever they're striving to do so long as it's oriented around people and serving them and loving them well. Uh, so and, and maybe that's a silly thing to say because hopefully every corporation is ethical, right? But even beyond that, um, if you're asking me to step into a position where I'm going to lead others, I need to feel comfortable and confident that I'm leading them in a way that's healthy for them and that the organization as a whole is going to create a set of beliefs and standards from the top to the bottom that's ultimately going to promote the health and well-being of our employees um, because they're here to do the great work to serve the clients that we're looking to serve. Now, I want to know a little bit more of like the tactical side, right? What are the problems yeah. that you can solve for companies? I would say that whenever I'm trying to solve a problem, I always look at it in three parts, kind of through an iterative design lens, right? So we always have discovery first, which should be the lion's share of our time, then ideation, and then finally experimentation and deployment at the very end. And when I think about what I bring to the table in terms of discovery. I'm somebody who is very effective at data analysis. Um, it's very atypical for somebody in this type of role. But I actually come from a computer science background. That's what my degree was originally in before I switched to education. Uh, and so I'm somebody who is able to 
not only look at data and interpret it effectively and create a story from it and request additional data in order to fully explain the nature of a problem, but I also have the communication and relational skills necessary to communicate it to people both up and down the chain effectively and bring them to the table. Uh, I think about one example of that is when I was working for University of Phoenix, we had had this year long stagnant growth in employee performance where actually uh, academic counselors across the board had actually slowly seen this, this decline in, in performance and some other key metrics. And people weren't able to figure out exactly what was going on. And a big part of that was because people were looking at individual metrics on their own. And so I pulled together a group of managers and some folks from our strategy team outside of the department in order to really dig into the data and try and figure out what the root cause was of this decline and, and how could we finally break through it and see the growth that we've been wanting to see. And through that process, it became really evident that the way that we were evaluating our team's performance was lacking, that there was a lot of statistical bias present in the evaluation process. There was a real lack of consistency and actually the lion's share of the work that our teams were doing wasn't being accounted for in the way that we were evaluating employees, uh, which wasn't just a, an operational problem. It was a problem in terms of engagement as well. There were a lot of employees that were complaining about inconsistent evaluation processes, manager to manager, and feeling like their performance wasn't really being captured appropriately. And so I was able to pull in people from our College of Doctoral Studies, from our strategy team, from various college teams within our operations group to not only identify the types of bias in that evaluation process, but to redesign it in such a way that it was consistent, that it was equitable, that we were able to align around it through our calibration process effectively, and that understanding the limitations of our staff, we were really able to deliver the best data that we possibly could with the resources that we had. Um, and ultimately what was really great about going through that process was not only engaging multiple leaders cross-functionally in that process, but that through that process, it was also a learning experience where we were able to model how do we find data-driven solutions to problems like this um, and bring everybody along through the process to help them understand how to navigate it. That is such a good example of, of bringing together of, of that, like that data piece and, and the human side of it and using it to improve. Um, because data is always the hardest part when it comes to learning and development and performance management. So uh, that is a fantastic example of, of what you can bring into a company, um, that ability to do that. Um, so thank you for sharing that example. Uh, we've come to my last question. Um, I want to know what are your values, right? What matters to you? Ultimately, at the end of the day, what matters most to me is that I can personally feel proud of the work that I'm being asked to do in the environment that I'm in, 
and that I have the opportunity to serve others. Um, it's why when you look at my resume, I've worked across various industries. It's why um, even when I got out of K-12 education and started to get into adult learning, um, that I've continued to do work in places where maybe I haven't been as well recognized as I could have been in a different environment or a different role or as well paid as I could have been in a different environment or a different role. Um, at the end of the day, what drives me is people and seeing their lives improve through the work that I'm doing. And so I really care most about being in an organization where there aren't going to be elements within the culture or that organization's specific core values that are going to get in the way of that or hinder me from being able to do that. Because I truly believe that when you have an organization that sets a strategy and establishes a direction and you hire people who align with that strategy and sense of direction, then the only thing that you really need to focus on is how do we enable and empower the people that we've brought to the table to be able to do that work. And if you're able to do that effectively, everything else is going to work out. Oh, Chris, thank you so much. This has been incredibly insightful for me uh, to learn about you. And I know it has been for everyone else as well. So thank you for coming on the Hire Me podcast. Um, and if you are watching or listening, be sure that you connect with Chris uh, through the links in the description and the show notes. Uh, you can find him over on LinkedIn. We'll have his his link for you. Uh, so connect with him if you know of any position that he might be a great fit for or just professionally connect with him uh, because he has a ton of knowledge um, out there about um, both learning and development and pulling in the data part um, and all that in between. So. Chris, thank you. It's been such a pleasure. Um, everybody, make sure that you subscribe, follow, share, like our content here on the Hire Me podcast so we can continue elevating more of today's top talent. Take care. We'll see you next time.